grass and which entereth into that within the veil. And I want to preach to us, talk to us just for a little bit on something God laid on my heart just a few days ago. And it's simply this, an anchor and a rope. An anchor and a rope. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands and ask God's blessings to be with us in this place tonight. Father, we love you. Lord, we ask your blessings. We ask your power. We ask your glory to be demonstrated in this place right now. In Jesus' name, speak to our hearts, our minds, and our spirits through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give God one more praise in this place together. Come on, let's magnify the Lord together. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Amen. Before you're seated, step across the aisle, shake somebody's hand, and tell them you're glad to see them in the house of the Lord tonight. God is good. Amen. Every ship needs an anchor. How many know that? Because an anchor is very important to a ship. An anchor keeps a ship from drifting when it's at port. An anchor keeps a ship from capsizing during a storm. And an anchor is a necessity for a ship's safety and stability. Effective anchors have weight to them. They have the ability to dig into the ground that is stable when what it's connected to is unstable. They grab hold and they don't let go. I'm thankful for that. But we must understand an anchor does not stop the storm. An anchor does not stop the sea from rolling and the wind from blowing. An anchor keeps the ship secure while it's in the storm. There is something that's often overlooked when we consider the necessity of an anchor to a ship, and that's the rope. An anchor that is not connected to something is useless. An anchor has no value unless there is a rope 
attached to it. Without a, a rope, an anchor cannot keep the ship secure. Without a rope, the wind will blow the ship any direction. And without a rope, there is no safety and stability for the ship. In times of trials and troubles and tribulations, we must be connected to something that is secure. Amen. How many believe that? We must be connected to something that is steadfast. And we must be connected to something that is unmoving. The writer of Hebrews chapter 19 tells us that we have an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast. Jesus is our anchor. How many believe that? I said Jesus is our anchor. Jesus is our anchor. He is the one that is secure. He is the one that is steadfast. He is the one that is unmoving. We must be connected to Jesus in the storm or we will be lost or destroyed. But no matter how strong or secure our anchor is, there is if there is no rope connecting us to it, it will be useless and we will be lost in the storm. I thought about this this week, and uh, I, I've never had this happen to me, but uh, I think it would be very hard. I think it would be nearly impossible to connect an anchor to a rope during a storm. I would imagine, Brother Russell, that somebody who was going to venture out on a ship or a boat or uh, a whatever that watercraft would be before... Uh, they got into the water before they got into the storm before they got into the vas that vessel they would have already had their rope connected to their anchor Sister Mahaney reminded me this the other day I, I, we used to see cartoons back in the day of somebody on a boat and they would be spinning an anchor and they would throw it out and there would be nothing attached to it Often, that's how we live our lives. Often, that's how we try to navigate the storms and the trials and the tribulations and the troubles that we face every day. Instead of securing our anchor to a rope when we have sunny days, when the winds are not blowing when everything is okay, when there are no trials and tribulations, we wait until we get to the storm. We wait until the trial and tribulation comes. We wait until the battle comes against us and the storm is raging and the wind is blowing and we start frantically trying to connect our rope to an anchor. 
This is what God wanted me to tell somebody tonight, and I believe this in the Holy Ghost. This is something that we need to hear in the first service, the first Wednesday night of 2024. We cannot wait until the storm comes. We cannot wait until the trial and tribulation faces us. We cannot wait until the heartbreak and the loss and the disappointment comes our way to try to connect ourselves to Jesus, our anchor. But before the storm gets here, we've got to be connected. Before the trial gets here, we've got to have something secure. Before the heartbreak and the loss comes our way, we've got to be connected to the anchor. Hallelujah. We have an anchor that is steadfast and sure, and it holds. Hallelujah. But it won't do us any good if we're not connected to the anchor. Come on, I don't know about you, but I want to be connected to him tonight. I want to be connected to something that is solid, something that is steadfast, something that is secure, something that is unwavering because everything else will let us down. Everything else will disappoint us. Everything else will fail us. Hallelujah. But if we will connect ourselves to him, There's got to be something that connects ourselves to the anchor. We know that the anchor holds. We know that the anchor will grip the solid rock. We know that the anchor is Jesus. We know that the anchor is steadfast, secure, and unmoving. Hallelujah. But that does not do us any good. Hallelujah. If we are not connected to him. I don't want to wait till the storm comes. I don't want to wait till the disaster, the loss, the trial, and the tribulation. I don't want to wait and find myself frantically trying to connect to something that's secure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got to be connected to Him. There must be a rope that connects us to Him. There has to be some commitment. There has to be some prayer. There has to be some word of God in our life. There has to be some surrender and obedience and sacrifice. There has to be some faithfulness. There has to be some time where we get alone with God. There has to be some moments where we shut everything out and it's just us and him hallelujah it may not seem worth it at the moment it may just seem we're going through an exercise of futility at the moment everything is calm the storm is not raging the wind is not blowing there's no disaster and there's no trial in our life hallelujah but you know what those moments are the most important moments in our relationship with God. Those moments are what holds us. Those moments are what secures us. Those moments are what keeps us wavering from wavering. Those moments are so important in our life. 
Often the most frustrating thing as a pastor is to see those that wait and frantically try to connect their self with God when their children are in trouble, when their marriage is almost at an end, when their finances are gone, when uncertainty is all around them, when our health is failing us and we get the bad report from the doctor, then the phone begins to ring and the text messages begin to come out and, 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 and we see people sitting in pews that haven't been there in a while and, 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 and people begin to show up to prayer meetings and you understand, hey, something must be going on. And what they're trying to do is frantically connect themselves to something. Hallelujah. I just want to say this one more time. Don't wait. Don't wait till the trial and the tribulation comes. Don't wait for the heartbreak and the heartache and the hearts, hardships to come against us. Hallelujah. Have yourself connected to Jesus. Jesus is our anchor. Jesus is our anchor. Jesus is our anchor. He is the one that is secure. He is the one that is steadfast. He is the one that is unmoving. Hallelujah. But no matter how strong he is, no matter how secure he is, no matter how powerful he can be in our lives, if we are not connected to him before the storm comes. I know we like to preach it. He, he, he will speak peace to our storm. He will calm the troubled seas. He will uh, uh, calm the waves and all the things that are going against us. Hallelujah. But it wouldn't it much be better? Wouldn't it be much better that if we are in the ship, hallelujah, when the storm comes, we already know. I've been praying, I've been fasting, I've been faithful, I've been giving, I've been surrendering, hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to wake up Jesus in the bow of the ship. I don't have to, he don't, I don't have to be uh, afraid of what's gonna take place. I've got something to hold on to. Hallelujah. There must be a rope of commitment. I want to be committed to God. I don't want my relationship with Him just to be out of necessity. I don't want my walk with Him just to be when I need Him. I don't want it to be, as Brother Wallace used to say a long time ago, uh, fire insurance but I want to be committed to him I want to have a made up mind I don't want to turn back in the middle of my trial and tribulation I want to be committed to my walk with God hallelujah I'm not just doing this on a whim. I'm not just doing this because my family wants me to. I'm not just doing it hallelujah because it's the cool thing to do but I'm committed I'm committed to my church. 
I'm committed to my pastor. I'm committed to what God is doing. Hallelujah. Nothing is going to separate me from the love of Jesus Christ. Neither heights, nor depths, nor principalities, or powers, nor things above, or things beneath. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what comes against me. I'm committed. I've got a made up mind. Hallelujah. Somebody in this place needs to make up their mind. I am going to be committed. It doesn't matter what comes against me. It doesn't matter what the enemy throws my way. It doesn't matter what anybody else does in the church. I've got a made up mind. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be faithful. We've got to be attached to him with a rope of commitment. Commitment is hard in our world today. Amen. Everybody believes it's better the second time and the third and the fourth time around. Everybody says if it gets bad, bail out and start over. Everybody says it can be done again. Don't worry about it. Hallelujah. It might be possible. It might be better the second time around. It might be able to be done again. But I don't want to take that chance. I want to be committed to God. Hallelujah. I don't want any wavering in my walk with Him. I don't want no variance or shadow of turning. Hallelujah. I don't want my steps to, to falter. Hallelujah. I want to be committed to the work of the kingdom of God. And I want to be committed to my walk with Him. Hallelujah. We must have a rope of prayer. I know what some of you think at the first of the year. There goes Brother Mahaney again. 21 days of prayer and fasting. There he goes again. Another all church prayer meeting. There he goes again. Another prayer revival. We've done this. We've been here. Here comes Sister Donna. She's going to tell us we need to be praying. We need to be believing. She's going to say little prayer means little power and much prayer means much power. I know all these things. Hallelujah. But there's got to be something that will hold us steady. Hallelujah. 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 When my commitment wavers, my prayer can get stronger. When my commitment is tested, that's when my prayer has to be more important. I believe we need to pray, clean out some prayer closets. I believe we need to clean out some prayer rooms. I believe we need to have more prayer services than we've ever had before. Hallelujah. I believe that we need to make a personal commitment in our life that we are going to seek God 
first. Hallelujah. The Bible says seek him early. That means the first thing that we do, not the last thing. That's the first thing that should be on our heart and our mind and our spirit. I want to have a prayer commitment to God like I never have before because that's going to hold me. That's going to keep me. Hallelujah. That's going to stable me. That's going to make me secure when everything else is, is, is wavering. We have to have a rope that is connected to the Word of God. Hallelujah. There's nothing more powerful in our life than the Word of God. Sister Donna reminded us Sunday that when we pray, let's pray the Word. It reminds God of His promises. And it reminds us of what God said He was going to do. I'll always remember what Sister Haney said when she passed away. She said to her daughters, how do I see supernatural things happen? I simply do this, remind God of his promises in my life. Hallelujah. We got to connect ourselves to his word. We hide his word in our hearts so that we will not sin against him. His word becomes a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Hallelujah. When everything else is shaking, when everything else is trembling all around us, we got something secure that we can hold on to. The world may change, but his word doesn't change. Things around us may change, but his word doesn't change. Hallelujah. His word is forever settled in heaven. I'm going to stand on his word. I'm not going to argue about his word. If God's word said do it, I'm going to do it. If God's word says don't do it, I'm not going to do it. If God's word says I've got to give this and I've got to surrender that and I've got to lay this down, that's what I'm going to do. Hallelujah. His word will never fail us. His word will not return void. Hallelujah. He does not lie and he will keep his promises. Every promise in the book is mine. Every chapter, every verse, every line. I am going to be connected to the word of God. Hallelujah. We need a rope of surrender and obedience. Surrender is hard. Nobody wants to surrender their will. Nobody wants to give over their desires. Every, everyone, even me, we all have our own ideas of things that we like and things that we don't. We all have a perspective of how things should be or could be. Hallelujah. You don't believe me? Just ask somebody. They'll tell you what they think. I remember Brother Grimsley saying a long time ago, 
there was no takers. We have to be surrendered. Surrendered requires sacrifice. Sacrifice means killing our flesh and ourselves. Surrender and sacrifice go hand in hand together. God wants us to offer ourselves to him a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him. And the Bible says this is our reasonable. It's just the smallest thing. It's just the reasonable thing that we should do is offer ourselves. But it takes surrender. Hallelujah. I want to bow my knee and my heart to him and surrender. I want to holy hands unto him without wrath or doubting and surrender, hallelujah I want to surrender everything I am to him God I am yours God, I surrender it all to you, let your will and let your power be manifested in my life hallelujah, it's not about me God, it's about you it's about you, hallelujah and if I can be connected to you through surrender, hallelujah, you are going to empower me. You are going to strengthen me. You are going to enable me. I've got to have a rope of surrender. But what goes with surrender that we really don't like is obedience. Ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. I'm my own man. I'm my own woman. I used to tell my boys all the time when they were young, get used to somebody telling you what to do. Because there's always going to be an authority. There's always going to be a boss. There's always going to be somebody that is going to tell you what to do and if you don't like to be told what to do it's going to be a bad thing hallelujah and 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 if you get married i mean i don't know what i'm not even going to say all that but brother Kyler and i are teaching a bible study to a young man and every time we teach him we remind him of this. Regardless of what we tell you in this word, regardless of the stories and, and, and all the things of creation in the Old Testament and the New Testament and, 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 and all these things, remember this. It's all about obedience. It's all about obedience. We're here where we are now because of disobedience. Israel went to all the places and went through the trials and tribulations because of disobedience. So when we're, we're understanding the word of God, we just got to make up our mind, I'm going to be obedient to the word of God. I'm going to be obedient. We've got to submit ourselves to authority. The Bible says to submit ourselves to those that have rule over us. We will not go wrong. You will not go wrong by surrender and submission and obedience. I've heard people say this, well, what if they're wrong? Well, let God take care of them. What if they say the wrong thing or what if they do the wrong thing? Let God handle them. 
because I will be obedient and I will be submissive and I'll be surrendered to what God says I want to do he wants me to do and I will allow him to take care of everything else hallelujah I've got to attach myself to some things that keep me connected to the anchor Hallelujah. There are some things that will keep us connected to the anchor. I want to remind us once again that it doesn't matter how strong the anchor is. It doesn't matter how much weight it has behind it. It doesn't matter how big it is. It does not do anything and do any good unless something is connected to it. Hallelujah. And I want to remind us again that Jesus is our anchor. He is the one that is sure and steadfast. He is the one that is unmoving and unwavering. He is the only thing that is secure. Hallelujah. But let me remind you of this. All those things, all those powerful attributes and abilities that God has, they will do us no good if we are not connected to them. And it doesn't just happen by accident. But it happens through sacrifice and surrender and obedience. I know I listed a few things tonight. Our commitment, our prayer, the word of God, surrender and obedience. But there are so many other things in God's word. Hallelujah. And I'm here to tell you when we are connected to him through the things of his word, his anchor becomes all it can be. Hallelujah. I wonder sometimes, people wonder sometimes, why is God not helping me? Why am I, why is everything unsecure and unstable? Why is the storms of life, why are they tossing me to and fro and I can't find any solid place to stand? I ask them and I ask myself, have I connected myself? I got to be connected to him because it doesn't matter how powerful he is. It doesn't matter how great he is. It doesn't matter how mighty he is. If I don't have some things in my life, if I don't have some things, some commitment, some prayer, some fasting, some dedication, hiding the word of God in my heart, some obedience, if I don't have something that connects me to that thing that's, that's unstable. I have found myself many times, and if you'll be honest with yourself, you would admit it too, but I've found myself many times frantically trying to connect myself to God when the storm came, when the trial and tribulation came. It doesn't do any good. It's about as smart as a 
fisherman or a captain or a seaman waiting to get on the ship. Can you imagine? I can imagine this. I imagine this because my mom was with me all week. We watched uh, Gunsmoke, Bonanza, Andy Griffin, Petticoat Junction. and Gilligan's Island. The one that I remember, the last one we watched was Gilligan. He found a, a, the eye of an idol that was on the idol. It was, a, it was some sort of diamond or something. And he had three wishes. Three wishes, that was it. Well, first, he wished for some vanilla ice cream out in that lagoon wherever that was that you know that lagoon you remember that lagoon came floating you know a big thing of vanilla ice cream I don't know how it stayed cold but it did so the professor the skeptic you know he, he was like well it probably fell off an airplane and just landed here it, it wasn't it wasn't really because you wished it you know um so uh, the skipper, you know, he's trying to keep little buddy, that's what he called him, from uh, blurting out any other wishes because he's like, you know, this and that, because they want the final wish that we would be rescued. I don't know what the third, second wish was. can't remember. But I know the last one is they all got down to the lagoon the skipper doubting that it was going to happen, or, or, or the professor was, Ginger and Marianne were all on Gilligan's Island. So they got to the edge of the lagoon, and Gilligan just says, I wish we were off the island. And a piece of the island they were standing in broke off. But can you imagine being out at sea? Winds boisterous, and some frantic shipmate is trying his best. I, tr I gotta get the rope. I gotta get the rope through the eye of the anchor. I've gotta get it tied secure. I've gotta get it just right. I'm gonna kill myself. We think that's funny, but that's what we do. Yes, Jesus is our anchor. He is secure. He is unwavering. He is unmoving. But none of that does any good unless I have invested some things 
that attach myself to him. The writer of Hebrews chapter 19 would also tell us, he would tell us this about our anchor. He would say, it entereth into that within the veil. Behind the veil rested the Ark of the Covenant. Above the Ark of the Covenant was the mercy seat. And living and dwelling between that mercy seat is what the Bible says was the Shekinah glory of God. The word Shekinah means this, to dwell or live in. This word is always used in reference to the presence of God and to the glory of God. And the writer of Hebrews tells us we have an anchor of our soul both sure and steadfast which entereth into that within the veil. So that tells me my anchor is connected to something powerful. It's connected to the Shekinah glory of God. Hallelujah. Brother Nick Mahaney preached to us on Sunday night about getting into the presence and the glory of God. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. We connect ourselves through our commitment. We connect ourselves through our prayer. We connect ourselves through the word of God. We connect ourselves to surrender and obedience. And so, oh, so many other things in the word of God. If I had time to tell us, I would. So many other things. But most important, it entereth into that within the veil. We have an anchor that is connected to the presence of God. And that's something right there to hold on to. That's something that we can hold on to. Is the glory of God in our lives. Hallelujah. That's what I want, church. That's what I want for this church in 2024. That's what I want for you. Hallelujah. I don't want to see us. I don't want to see myself frantically trying to connect myself. I don't want to see you frantically trying to connect yourself when the storms and the trials and tribulations come. Hallelujah. I love the old saints of God, Brother Anthony, because this is what they do. In trials and tribulations, they just hold on tighter. In heartbreak and loss, their grip just gets a little bit firmer. 
in all the uncertainty they face, you don't see them frantically. I've got to get myself secure. No, no, no. You know what? They just get their rope and they tie a knot on and they, they hold a little bit more. Hallelujah. And that's how God is going to send revival to our church. That's how God is going to send victory to your lives. That's how God is going to save your family and your children. Hallelujah. That's how we are going to be empowered to be overcomers in this last day that we are living in. Hallelujah. We have an anchor that is connected to the presence and the glory of God. Every ship needs an anchor. And every anchor needs a rope. Thank you, Brother Roy, for letting me borrow your rope. When he gave it to me right back here, he said, there might be a little blood on it because I used it to string up, up, up a hog the other day. That's okay. Jesus is our anchor. He is the one that is secure. He is the one that is steadfast. He is the one that is unwavering. But we can't wait until the storm comes and then try to connect to him. We have an anchor that is connected to the presence of God. And that is our hope, is what the scripture says. I'm thankful for that tonight. Hallelujah. Make up your minds. First sermon of 2024. Make up your mind. I'm going to be connected to what's secure. How do I connect myself to what's secure? Through a rope of commitment. A rope of prayer. A rope of God's word. A rope of surrender and obedience. A rope of so many other things that are in God's word. Because this keeps us from not wavering. And it will keep us secure in the storm. Hallelujah. I wish we'd stand and lift our hands and just give the Lord a little bit of praise in this place tonight.